Okay, let's get started with Parsha Shlach, Tavshin Ein Hey. Again, scheduling note, this is the last year that we'll have here for this, uh, for this season here in Eretz Yisrael. Next week uh, will be uh, a week that won't be a year, and we'll pick up again in two weeks with Parsha's Chukas from Camp Kaley, and uh, we'll be there for those next uh, seven uh, weeks. Then there will be a week off, and then we'll be back here. By the time I think the first week back is Parsha's Kiseitzai. I think that'll be the first uh, Parsha year in a couple of months. Okay, but right now we get to enjoy Parsha Shlach, the Parsha of Eretz Yisrael, the Parsha of Yehoshua and Kalev, the Parsha that we try to be masakin in our lives, uh, try to uh, fix the problem, the mistake that the Meragla made. And we start off talking about Yehoshua. Yehoshua, if there was any Parsha in the Torah, he has his own Sefer and Navi, but there is... Uh, this parsha, there are others also, but uh, parsha's Pinchas also. Yoshua uh, plays a major role, but Yoshua in our parsha, as we know, uh, his name is changed at the beginning. We have Yehoshua. There is a fascinating Malbim, the Malbim in Sefer Yehoshua that comments about the name Yehoshua. If you look in Parag Yud in Sefer Yehoshua, in source number one, which is by way of introduction to uh, to this week's parsha, we know the story in Parag Yud and Yehoshua is the story of the Givonim. The story of the Jew, of the nation that lived in Eretz Canaan at the time, they were nervous, they were scared of Am Yisrael, so they dressed up and pretended to be a nation from far away, and they came and they said, you have to help us, and we were, f- f- please make a treaty with us, and they make a covenant. The Zekanim and Yeshua make a covenant, until afterwards they realize that it was all a trick. So halachically it probably was a mekach toast, that they didn't have to hold of the whole, the whole treaty, the whole bris, but... Um, Mios uh, Ra, they, they, held of the, they held of the covenant, without getting into the details of the story. But you have in front of you, in source number one, the Givonim coming, uh, gathering against the Givonim, the nations gathering against the Givonim, and the Givonim came to Am Yisrael after having made this treaty, they came and said, okay, now you make it, made a treaty with us, you have to help us against these enemies that are trying to attack us. That's what you have in front of you. There were five other kings of the Emori that were gathering against the Givonim. Melech Yerushalayim. Why did I throw that in? Because that's the first time Yerushalayim is mentioned in all Tanakh. Parakut of Yoshua. So, that's just an interesting fact. Melech Yerushalayim. Melech Hevron. Melech Yarmus. Melech Lachish. Melech Eglon. They surrounded Givon, and they are now about to attack the Givonim. After tricking Am Yisrael, but they made a treaty, and this is exactly what they wanted, because they wanted to, they wanted to have Am Yisrael on, on their side. So after tricking Am Yisrael, what do they do? They come and they say, you have to help us. Don't let your hand be weak. Go up, please. Save us. And help us. All of these people are, all of these nations are coming to fight us. So the Malbim, Kedarko Kodesh, he never says in his commentary what the Radak sometimes says. It's the same thing with different words. That's classic what the Radak or others might say. Kind of a, po- po- a poetic way of, of writing. That is not what the Malbim would say. The Malbim always focuses on every single word, has a different connotation, a different nuance, and that is exactly what the Malbim does here. The Malbim quoted in the first line in source number two, the Malbim says, what's the difference when the Givonim say to Yoshua, Hoshialanu v'yazreinu? Save us and help us. We usually translate Yeshua as save and uh, Ezra as, as help. So the Malbim says, Moshiach, you see where it's quoted in line one, Moshiach Ya'aseh Hakol. When there is a Moshiach, the Moshiach does everything. The Nosha does nothing. The Nosha is totally passive. That's the Moshiach and the Nosha. The Ha'ozer, Ozer Ksas. When you have an Ozer and a Ne'ezar, the Ozer helps and the Ne'ezar also takes part. Acha Ne'ezar Yehapol Ha'ikari. There's a combination. Moshiach Yeshua, that type of salvation, that's totally in the hands of the Moshiach, the Savior. Oh, Ezra, Ozer, that's where there's, uh, there's help, even as we translate it. Salvation sounds like it's the Moshiach that's doing everything. Help. It's help, but it's really a team effort. So that's what the Givonim were asking Am Yisrael. Please, Hoshiach please save us, do everything. 
And if you can't do that, at least Azrenu, at least help us out, uh, uh, be part of the part of the defense that we need. So that's what the that's the line in the in the Malbim. So based on that, the Mishpato Zav here in Navi says that Malbim gives us a unique insight into the two leaders that took Am Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. The first time being Yehoshua, the second time being Ezra. Not a coincidence that their names were Yehoshua and Ezra. They both mean help. They both mean to save. But the first time Am Yisrael went in, it was with Nisim and Eflos, and the walls of Yericho came falling down, and Shemesh Begivon Dome, and the, and the, the seven years, Yoshua was stopping the sun and the moon. Unbelievable Nisim! And the, the, uh, the river, the Yardin started getting boiling hot, and, and uh, Devorah and Bark were singing that the chariots were burned up. All of those Nisim! Kadesh Baruch was the Moshiach the first time we went in. That's why the leader's name was Yehoshua. As we're... Introduced really into in our parsha, Hosea Benun Yehoshua. Though we have met Yehoshua earlier, but here's really really gets on the map. While the second time Am Yisrael went in, there were no Nisim. That was what we might what, that the Rambam calls Chazaka. It wasn't Kibush. It was settlement. It was we went in and we had trouble and a lot of Jews didn't even go in. But that was we did a lot of it ourselves. We did a lot of it. That was Ezra. Ezra was the leader because Ezra means it's a combination. Between the Ozer and the Nazar. Says the Mish- and someone said that these, the other people say this as well, but I saw it here in the Mishra Zosav on line four. Reisi Davar Nifla, Al Derach Devriam Albim. I've seen. I mean, it's quoted in other sources. Shalakach Nikra Manig Yisrael, basically, Sasam La'aretz, Babiari Shona Bashem Yoshua. Very special thought. Right? That's, that's why he's called Yoshua, because of this Malbim, the, the, the thought, Moshiach. Vilu Babiya Shnia, Babiya Shani, Hay Nikra Ezra. The first time they went in, unbelievable miracles. When they went in, the Kriyas Hayardain, right? Just going in was miraculous. But when they went in, Bayasheni, Nomar, line 10, they were Ra'ui, but Garam the Chait. So that is why, says the, say the Achronim, that the first time Am Yisrael went in, it was Yehoshua. The second time they went in, they went in Ezra, because the first time Hashem did everything, and the second time it was Ezra. With the Ezra of Hashem, we had Ezra our, our leader. Okay, that gets us started, the appreciation of the name Yehoshua. So now let's talk about the Pasuk about Yehoshua. We know the Nisim are listed off in the first parak of the parsha, parak Yud Gimel. All the Nisim listed, Lamati Binyam, Lamati Zvulin, all of them, and we have Pasuk Tezayin. Elish Moshe on Hashem, Hashalach Moshe Lasur Saaretz. These are the names of the men that Moshe sent. Vayikra Moshe LaHoshea Binun Yehoshua. As we have been talking, Moshe calls Hoshea Binun Yehoshua. He adds on the Yud. Adds on the Yud. A number of years ago, we spoke about, the Medrash tells us it was the Yud from Sarai that fell bad because it was changed to a hay, so that Yud was added onto Yeshua. What is the connection between Sarai and Yehoshua? We discussed a couple of years ago the thought from Rav Salvechik. Not for now. But Yeshmosha changed his name, added on a letter. Says Rashi, He davened for him. What's the Yud? Because now the first two letters of Yeshua's name is Shem Hashem. Yud, hey, that's Hashem. Hashem should save you. Ka Hoshia. Right? He should save you. Why? Because I don't want you to be caught. According to this Medjish, Moshe already had an inkling. Moshe kind of had a feeling that things might not work out so well. Maybe it was the Erbuvia that they came and approached Moshe Rabbeinu. A lot of Parsha Shlach we don't appreciate until we do Parshas Dvarim. If anybody has time this week to look over Parshas Dvarim, because that's where Moshe Rabbeinu tells over the story of the Miraglim. There are details that are mentioned there in the Torah that are not mentioned here. One, one uh, Parsha is mashed from the other. In terms of a number of the stories that Moshe re- uh, relates in Jewish history, in Dvarim, Vashana, and all, all the Jewish history that he gives, so one has to uh, read both Parshios, right? The Erbuvia. Vatikrivon alai kolchem. That's not here. Right, that's over there. So we have to appreciate everything. 
So this is it. Ram, Moshe David for Yoshua. A question that many Mepharshim ask. Why did he only daven for Yehoshua? He was the only one that needed davening. Why not also Kalev? Why not also all of them? Why did he daven for all of them? The Meraglim shouldn't be the Meraglim. He only davened, he davened for one of them and it helped. Imagine if he would have davened for all twelve. No, he only davened. So why Davki Yeshua, not Kalev? Again, a number of years ago we discussed the Chavetz Chaim. But this year we're just asking in general. Why not all of the other ones? Especially Kalev. So there's this thought from the Kohelet Yitzchak. It's quoted here in the source number two in the Torah Ladas. As follows. Line four. Dieshnei suge Averos. Says the Kohelet Yitzchak, there are two types of Averos that we have to be wary of. Averos pshutos. The first type of Avera is, we know it's an Avera. Sometimes our Yetzirah gets the best of us. We want to do something and we just, we don't want to do it and we do it anyway. It's, it's such a juicy piece of Lashon Hara, I can't help myself. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to get such a laugh. I'm going to, it's going to make me feel so good, I'm going to feel bad about it in five minutes, but I have to say it. You know, I, I have to uh, eat this. I have to that. I have to that. Whatever it is. So we know it's wrong, but we do it anyway. That's one one level of Avera. But that's not as dangerous as the second type. The second type of Avera is when we don't even realize that it's an Avera. Avera shehayetzahara malbish osan b'ma'atafat mitzvah. The Avera that is dressed up and clothed as a mitzvah. And the one who's doing it thinks they're doing a mitzvah. That's the toughest. If I know I'm doing something wrong, there's hope for tshuva at least. If I think I'm doing a mitzvah, so then I'm never going to try to change it. And that's much harder. Where I think I'm doing a mitzvah, that's much more dangerous. There's no hope. I don't think there's anything to do. Let's hold that thought for a minute and remember something we mentioned in past years from the Chafetz Chaim. Look to the next source for a moment and then we'll come back to our context. The Chafetz Chaim says the exact same idea. The two types of Averos explaining the Haftorah from last week's Parsha. Parsha's Baha'aloscha. The Haftorah, we know, Baloscha and Shabbos Hanukkah is about Yoshua HaKohen HaGadol, who sees the menorah, relating to Baloscha and Eros. But there the Pasuk says from Zechariah, you see where it's bold-faced, Vayareni es Yoshua HaKohen HaGadol omeid l'fnei malach Hashem, Vahasatan omeid al yamino l'sitno. And the Satan is standing on the right to be mastin, to try to bring him away from Hashem. Ask the Chavetz Chaim. Usually the right side is associated with the good, the Yetzir Tov, the strong. That's the right side. And the left side is the weaker, the, the dangerous. That's usually how it works. But here it says that the Satan's on the right side. Shouldn't the Satan be on the left side and the Yetzir Tov be on the right side? Says the Chavetz Chaim exactly our, our distinction. Sometimes the Sahara realizes that he can't get us to do an Avera. So what's his only other choice? He's got to dress up like a mitzvah. I can't, I can't get the person to do an Avera. Some people are on such a level. They're not going to do the Avera. Hi. If I put on a mitzvah, mitzvah dress, we discussed it a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, L'shem religion, that's the most dangerous, when we act L'shem religion inappropriately, says the Chavetz Chaim, lines 8, El HaKavana Hikach, his goal is to make people stumble and to twist them. If he succeeds, he does it again, he does it again. But if he sees it's not working, he says, okay, let me go to the right. Let me try to get him to do a mitzvah, dress up an avira as a mitzvah. And in that way, I will get him. For example, line 17. 
Yeshar Yitzhara may iris Adam Baboker Mishne Naso. Umasavela Lechas Abit Knesses Lis Falbet Sibor. Yitzhara might get us up early out of bed. Quickly run to Shul. The Kavanaso, Lol El Tila Betsibor, El Lesafar Bin Tishtabach Leotzer. I'm going to Shul to Shul with my friend. I'm not going to Shul to Davin. Where he talks about elsewhere, what we do in shul sometimes. Or elsewhere he discusses, we're going to stay up very late in the base. Man, just learning, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, what chakra is going to look like the next day. So it's all a balance. The Chavaz Chaim used to turn off the lights in the base measures at a certain time. Go to sleep. We have to dive in chakras in the morning. That's why it says in this passage in Zechariah, Sometimes the Satan goes to the right side. Let's go back now to the Kohelet Yitzchak. Source number three. Again, what was our question we're dealing with? Why did Moshe only daven for Yehoshua and didn't daven for the others in the group? So he says, there are these two types of Averas. The Avera that looks like an Avera and Avera that looks like a mitzvah, which is much more dangerous. So, says the Kohelet Yitzchak, line 12, Isa b'medrish shahamaraglim, according to one of the Midrashim, why did the Miraglim give an evil report? Why did they not want B'nai Yisrael to go into Eretz Yisrael? Because, let's read it, They were great men. Moshe wasn't so worried about them. They were great men. Maybe, even if, they would do something wrong because the Mepharshim explained once they go into Eretz Yisrael, they're going to lose their position. You're not going to need to see them anymore. So even if they would fall for a moment and think to themselves, oh, maybe we shouldn't go in, maybe we should give an evil report, they, w- they would get over it. They would realize that they're doing something wrong and they wouldn't, and they, and they wouldn't be Miraglim. Moshe didn't fathom that these great Sadiqim would, would fall totally. To say something bad about Eretz Yisrael, the Lashon Hara, he wasn't, he wasn't choshe that they would do it. Yehoshua, though, he was very nervous about. Because what happened in last week's parsha? Yehoshua already heard Eldad and Medad. What were they saying? Moshe's going to die. Yehoshua's going to go into Eretz Yisrael. What might Yehoshua think to himself? The longer we don't go in, the more Moshe Rabbeinu lives. Isn't that the greatest thing that Am Yisrael could ever want? And that's a mitzvah. That's not, not something wrong. Yeshua heard that. Right? He was the only one left in the Machanah. Misnabim. Yeshua Machanah. Yeshua got very angry. Adonim Moshe claim we read last week. Lezos hayayari Moshe. Shemosu was nervous that this Avera was going to dress up like a mitzvah specifically for Yehoshua. And that's why he David Yeshua. Don't be misled. Don't be tricked. Yare Moshe, Sheva Yoshua, Yekalkel Ashlichus, the Yotzi Dibal Eretz Yisrael, Kedeshalo Yirtzum Nesol Alosli Lachem, Ubitokach, Yishar Moshe Bachayim. You'll tell them, because you'll think this is a great mitzvah. So says Moshe to Yoshua, Kahoshiacha, Me'atas Amaraglim. Don't, don't get caught up. Don't get caught up. Them, even if they, they, they come up with some type of kavana, I assume they'll get over it. Assume they'll get over it, because it doesn't look like a mitzvah. For you, it looks like a mitzvah. And therefore, he davin specifically for him, but as we know, he was not correct about what they thought the Miraglim, even though his tefillah did work for Yehoshua ben Nun. Okay. Moving right along. Our job is to make sure that our mitzvos are mitzvos and our averas are averas and there's no confusion amongst them. The Mishnah Yisharim talks about that as well. In Perak, I think, Chaf or so, talks about we have to be very careful to know what's a mitzvah, what's an avera. Zachariah ben Avkulis, he says, got mixed up with that in the Meseches uh, Gittin. Okay, let's continue. Says the, says the, says the Pasek. Perak Yudalid, let's move on now. The Meraglim, they come back. They come back. We know Chazal tell us the mission at the end of Tainus, the five tragedies that occurred on Tishabav. The first one being the Miraglim came back. Miraglim came back and the Xerah that we weren't going to go into Eretz Yisrael, so that, which is the source of all Golios, so to speak. The first time we didn't even get in and we had another 40 years and then we went in and went into Golos. The first source of it all goes back to, in, in a certain way, Goes back to the goes back to the miraglim. 
So we cried, and Hashem said, you cried for nothing, I'll give you something to cry about. We have the two Bati Mikdash on that day. And then we have, towards the uh, continuation of the story, Moshe Rabbeinu is davening. He davens, V'hematas amazek yishachad v'abru agayim. Chil Hashem always works. Moshe always says to Hashem, you can't do it to be a Chil Hashem. And that HaKadosh Baruch always gives in when, uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu claims that. Hashem, and then he asks the Yigimel Midos, or at least some of the Midos, Erech HaPayim Rav Chesed, Nosi Ovan Vafasha, Slach no lavon hazeko dechastecha, please help them out. And Hashem eventually gives, makes a gzera, okay, they're not going to die right away, but they're going to die over the next couple of years. But at the end, Yeshua and Kalev are rewarded. They're rewarded. Pasig Yuzayin and Yudches. The Baraglam died. The other ten died. In a Magefa, in a plague. Right? A terrible, terrible Magefa. Rashi quotes the type of plague, how they died. They lived from these men. Unusual Lashon. They, they lived from the Baraglam. What does that mean? What does that mean? So Rashi is bothered. Quoting Chazal. Strange Lashon. Unusual. What does it mean from these men? It was only strange to us. It really is strange. It looks strange to us. What does it mean? They took the Meraglim's portion in Eretz Yisrael. The portion that was supposed to go to them... Yoshua and Kalev took their, took their portion. This is based on a Gemara in Baba Basra and, and elsewhere. Says of Aaron Kotler, source number five in the Mishnah's Rabbi Aaron. Quotes Rashi on top. He says, says a similar idea. And then we'll have to explain what does it mean? Why were they Zoha? Okay, they should get schar. But why did they get the schar of the people who were in their group? Said the Yerushalmi first. Rosh Hashim by Yechoy Omer. Imra Isa es habrios. Shenis ya'ashu. Yedeyen min ha-Torah me'od. If we see people that have, that are not being devoted, committed to Torah, amod v'his chazekbo. Then you grab on. You hold on strong. And you'll get the schar for all of them. Similar idea. Really, it's all mitzvos that applies to not just telling a good report about Eretz Yisrael, not just about Torah, which is the two sources we had, but about all mitzvos. It goes to Gemara and Chagiga. Bara Tzadikim, Bara Rishayim. Bara Ganeiden, Bara Gehenim. Kol Echad Ve'echad Yeshlo Shnei Chalakim. Each has two chalakim. Echad in Ganeidin, Echad Gehenim. If it's Tzadik, it's Zoche. He gets his own chalak and the Russia's chalak in Ganeidin. So what does all this mean? Why did Yeshua and Galev get their chalak? Why, if I learn Torah, do I get the chalak of those who didn't? Says Rav Aaron Kotler, it's two ideas. Line 15. Vine bir hadavar. Denotel hazoche beganeidin. Chelko shelabilti zoche. Homi base ta'amim. There's two reasons why, if he doesn't deserve it, that I'm going to get it instead of him. Why? Number one, Chada, line 17, Number one, as we know, one of the three pillars of the world is Torah. When we learn Torah, when we study Torah, when we live by the Torah, we're keeping the world existing. And therefore, if I am if I commit if I apply myself, so then I'm keeping the world going. So I, I get to be Zochet to even more than, because I'm keeping the part of the world that he was supposed to keep going, going also. If I act strong in a time of weakness, in general, through my keeping the mitzvot, through my learning Torah, I keep the world going. So I'm, I deserve everything because I kept the world going. But it's deeper than that. There's nothing more specific than that, says the Mishnah Rabbi Aaron. Line 28. 
This still doesn't say why I get his chalik. I get a big chalik. But why do I get his chalik? Shaharit sarich his amtsus yisera bedarsha misrapim. He's making it harder for me. The fact that the other people around me are pulling me down, are pulling me away, are not inspired, and I overcome that, not that I want to be in this situation in the first place. We learn from David Amelech. The Gemara Sanhedrin says, we never ask for Nisyonos. Right? According to many, that was the hate of Adam and Chava. Adam and Chava, they're like, we have no Yetzirah now. We have, it's great, it's beautiful. Hashem doesn't want this. Let's eat from the Eitzadas, and then we'll have a Yetzahara, and then we'll overcome the Yetzahara. Isn't that what Hashem wants? No. Hashem would rather us not be in the situation of Nisayon. Right? We, do, we say every morning in Berchaz HaShachar, we say it. But once someone is in this situation, and I'm able to overcome, nobody else is doing this, and I do it. And I do the mitzvah, and I come to the shir, and I do the chesed. So then, their weakness helps me earn more schar. Because, because of what they're doing, I have to work harder, I have to dig in, and I have to overcome. Memela, I get their portion. Because their portion has something to do with my action too. He says... Right, Moshe had a David for him, as we just said, because he was so nervous about him. Based on the pain, based on the hard work, comes the reward. And he ends off by saying, and this applies to all of our lives. We always have to do Torah and mitzvahs in general, but especially if there is a mitzvah, if there is Torah that we see is being left on the side, that we see other people are not involved in, if there's something, there's something that has to be done that is not so popular, we got to jump to do that mitzvah. Besides all mitzvahs. Right, some of some uh, commentaries talk about learning Torah when nobody else is learning Torah. Right, learning Torah if one has time on Friday afternoon. It doesn't mean I say, okay, honey, I'm going to learn Torah now. You get everything ready for Shabbos. It means that I have to get everything ready for Shabbos early and then make sure I have time. Be machmer on somebody else's toes. Right, on a Motsi Shabbos, whenever the time for nobody else. That's why learning on Purim afternoon is so special because that's when there's Rifyon and that's why Dafka. That's, and that's why Yeshua and Kalev, Chayim and Anashim Ahim, it wouldn't have been so hard for them to come back and give a good report if the other ten Miraglim also were okay. But they were so anti. Yeshua and Kalev overcame that. So that's why they get their, their schar keneged kula. Along these lines, he doesn't quote it, but I, I'll, I'll add a Sefer Chasidim. Sefer Chasidim is source number six, which we mentioned at least two times in Dafyomi every seven and a half years. We mentioned it, we mentioned it on the first first Daf of Moed Katan and the beginning of the third parak of Brachas. Why there? Says the Sefer Chasidim, says Rabbi Yudah Chasid. Source number six. Ehov l'cha et ha-mitzvah ha-domil mitzvah She'en oskin Exactly what Rav Aaron was just saying. Love the mitzvahs that nobody else is involved in. If there's a mitzvah that nobody else is doing, jump. Kigon. Shetira mitzvah bezuya. You see a, a, a stepped-on mitzvah. O Torah, she'en la oskim. Or somebody's not involved in Torah. Kamo, kigon shetira. Shebenei ircha, lomdim, moed, nashim, tilmotzeid, or kachim. You see, they're learning this, so learn this. Doesn't mean not to learn the other stuff, but also learn that. Ve'im tira, she'en choshishim, lomod, moed, katan, aparek mishemesu. If you see that people are staying away from moed, katan, oh, it's all about avelis. I don't want to learn that right now. I don't want to learn these prakim. No! It's part of Torah. It's a mitzvah. Nobody's learning it. Nobody's learning it. Rav Kuberman said before he put out the Meshachachma with the footnotes, it's a mace mitzvah. Nobody's learning it. Baruch Hashem, now everybody learns the Meshachachma. Ehov, there are a couple of other svarim we have to put out there, there are mace mitzvahs. Ehov, osan misechdes, v'osan halachos, shemnei adamin regilam bahem. Be a, learn the Masechdas and the Svarim that nobody learns. She's a Domila Echad. It's similar to someone. Shahayu Lobanos. 
A man has a bunch of daughters. And a bunch of suitors come, and this daughter's married off, and that daughter's married off. Or they're married off. And as one daughter. Nobody's coming. Doesn't get too many dates. All the other girls, chick chak, boom. And this girl's not getting any dates. You gave my sisters a great profession. You taught them A, B, C. Everybody wants them. Look what you taught me. Nobody wants to marry me. That's why I cuffs to Alayim. Right? I make shrouds. You think anybody wants to marry me? That's what I do for a living. Oh, it's a really happy profession there. Make shrouds to bury people in. Why don't you teach me to make wedding dresses? Why don't you teach me to... De- Why do you mean nobody wants to marry me? Okay, I'm going to go out and tell people how great you are. The third paragraph is, it's not fair. I happen to be about Avelos, but I'm also Torah. says, I'll tell the Chacham Mikaladam. This was before you had a Masechta. The message being, where there's an area where people are being misrape. So that's where we have to commit ourselves. Besides, doesn't mean that if everybody's doing a mitzvah, we don't do the mitzvah either. But, especially in those cases, this is a safer chassidim to take with us, relating it to the Mishnah Servi Aaron on our parsha. Okay, so after we have the section of the Meraglim, which obviously takes part, takes the uh, quantitatively and the action, the major action of our parsha, we have a couple of mitzvos. A couple of mitzvos right after Meraglim. Number one is Nisachim. The, the Nisachayayin, all of a sudden, in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't see what's the, what's the segue. All of a sudden, Hashem says, when you have a Mizbeach, you're going to pour wine libations on the, mizbe- on the Mizbeach. So Chazal tell us, it's because we were despondent. We were depressed. Forget it, we're never going in. Our kids aren't going to go in. We're never going to go in. Hashem gives us the Avoda. No, 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 you're going to go in. Here's an avoda that you are going to do. That is one mitzvah. And then by Shishi, we have another mitzvah. The mitzvah of Hafrashas Chala. Perak Tezvav, Pasik, Yudzayin, Vaidabra Hashem Moshe Lemar. Hashem says to Moshe, Dabrel Bene Yisrael Vemartalahem, Bivoachem Alaretz, Asherani Mevi Eschem Shama. When you come to the land that I will tell you, when you have dough, take off truma, which is chala here. Chala, which we give to the Kohen. We just do it as a zecher and we burn it. But that is the mitzvah of chala. The Gemara Kiddushin, Rashi quotes it in source number, in Pasuk Yudches, notes, That's not such a common washon by the mitzvahs. When you come, says Rashi, this bia is different than all the other comings in. Bivoachem, when you go in. Shebekula no mar kitavo. Kitavo, kitavo alaretz, by bikurim. Kitavo, by all the, all the mitzvos. Lefiha kula lamedo zumizu. Kivan shepire lacha akasa vaachas mehen. Sheena elola achar yerusha viyashiva akulan kain. By one of the other mitzvahs at Tuliyas Ba'aretz, it says, when does, when does Trumas and Maishra start? Year 15. After the seven years of conquering and seven years of settlement, Sheva Shekivshu Sheva Shechilku, after that, year 15 starts Truma, Maishra, Bikurim, all the mitzvahs. That's by everything else. Avolzu, Nomar Boba Voachem. But here you have a unique word. Misha Misha Nichnusu Ba, Viachlu Milachma, Nishaivu Bachawa. The only mitzvah that we have to do immediately, right when we get into Eretz Yisrael, there's no more mon. The mon stopped falling. Zayin Adar. It lasted for an extra month until we went across on the 10th of Nisan. But then four days later, we cut the new, cut the new grains and we brought the carbon Haomer. So now we have to make challah. Got to give it to challah. Chiv of our challah right when we get in. The only one. So many, we know this in halacha. Did we ever wonder why? Did we ever wonder why Manishtana mitzvah zu mikal mitzvah Why did Chala start immediately? 
and the other mitzvos were later. Question number one. And there's something unique about challah. Something unique about it. Ramosha Feinstein, source number seven. Midrash Moshe. He talks about why it's a mitzvah specifically given to women. We're not going to go into that right now. But he quotes the Pasuk in Yechezkel, line number four. Nasan bracha miyuchad l'challah. Rejus arisosechem titznu l'akohen l'haniach bracha el besecha. Special bracha when we give challah. Special bracha. Bracha b'isa. The Mishnah Perkeyavos tells us one of the what reasons that we get klala and rav shalkliya destruction comes. We don't give challah. There's something unique about challah. What is it? Why did it start right away? What is its special significance? Says Rav Moshe, something that we don't think about. It's so obvious, but we don't think about it. The difference between challah and all the other mitzvos atulias baaretz. V'lochein tzarech lomar line nine. Chumas and Maestros is taken after everything grows. After I've produced. When I've gathered everything in and I have a nice big chunk, I give a certain percentage. I have less of a chunk, I give less of a percentage. I give more, I give more. But it's all based on my output, not my input. Depends on my output. So I wait, I do it then. Chala is based on my input. Chala, I have my raw materials. I'm starting the baking process. It's at the beginning of the process. It's not uh, after something grows. right? I take something that grew, obviously, wheat. But then I take it in. It's symbolic of the input and not the output. As if to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it doesn't matter to me what the output's going to be. Maybe all these challahs are going to burn, and I'm not going to have any challah left for myself, but I'm giving challah right now to the Kohen. Shumas and Maestras, I wait till my silo is full. And then, okay, I'll take Shumas and Maestras. But challah reflects, no, 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 I'm giving right now. doesn't matter what's going to be. Input, output. Sometimes it's in one sense, hotza has certain elements of that are that are adif, that are better. Sometimes people will wait to see. And I leave it to the end, and then in the end, I don't even give anything. That's what happens if you can give at the end. You can't push off by challah. Right now, you can't wait to see how your challahs come out. Oh, which one? Says Rav Moshe, connected to that idea is why Chala is obligatory immediately going into Eretz Yisrael. That's the message of Chala. You don't do it after. You don't do it after the process, right? When something grows, I take off Shumas and Maestras. The baking process, I take off the mitzvah. I take off the Chala at the beginning of the process. But yeah, but if I didn't, I take it off at the end. But it's the beginning. So too, when B'nai Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, it was the beginning of the process. That's why. V'lachem, line 25. We're not focusing on what we're going to get out of it. We're focusing on this, what we got into it, what we have, and we give anyway. And that's why there's a special bracha. Special bracha when it comes to challah, because it's not percentage-wise based on my output, it's a percentage, whatever the percentage is, based on my input, based on my raw materials. Okay. Moving right along to the next section. A lot here in Parsha Shlach. We have a little Karbanos. And then we have, towards the end of the Parsha, the Parsha of the Mekoshesh Eitzim. Mekoshesh Eitzim, probably more not said, more questions are left than 
then there are answers given. But let's review the parsha. What does the Torah tell us? Perak Tesov Pasuk Lamed Beis. Vayiu Bnei Yisrael by Midbar. Vayibsu Ish Makoshish Eitzim Biyom Hashabbos. They were by Midbar, and there was a Makoshish. Every word is picked up on by Chazal. Uh, we know they were in the Midbar. Why do you have to tell us they were in the Midbar? Does that have something to do with where they were? The Rachaim Hakadosh says maybe it had a dinner versus a Rabbim and Makoshish did Hotzah. So they were by Midbar, and there was a man who was doing Makoshish. What is the Malacha? Some type of Malacha on Shabbos. Machlokas Tanoim. Which malacha was it? Was it ma'amer, gathering? Was it kotzer? Was it hotzah? Different opinions. Uh, what exactly took place? The people who found him brought him close to Moshe Rabbeinu. They put him, they locked him up because they didn't know what the misa was. They knew Shabbos was chayiv misa, as we know. But they didn't know which Misa, and therefore they they um, they put him they put him aside, and then Hashem tells Moshe, Mosi Masha'ich, Ragomo Sobavanim, Kal Haeda, Isr Shabbos is the most is the most Hamar. Rashi tells us Biginus Sancho Yisrael Dibarakasuf. This passage reflects the Gnus, the negativity of Am Yisrael. Shaloshamru El Shabbos Rishona. All they did was keep Shabbos number one. And that's it. Ubishniya Bazevachilala. They didn't even keep a second Shabbos. Right? What does the Gemara say? If we would keep two Shabbosos, Mian Adunik Alin, we've never done it. There has never been in the history of the Jewish people two Shabbosos in a row, or maybe even a second Shabbos, that every Jew has kept Shabbos. Rahman Islam, we dive in for the day, that it will happen. The ultimate Shabbos project. But we, we're we still waiting. So going all the way back there. Going all the way back there, that is Rashi. Okay. Says Tosos. Tosos in Meseches Baba Basra quotes a Medrash. We've discussed this in the past. Source number 8 now, line 15. Tosos in Baba Basra connects the Mekoshesh. Some connect him to Tzlavchad. Some say Tzlavchad was the Mekoshesh, according to some opinions. But why did he do it? Why did Mekoshi do it? They just got the mitzvah of Shabbos. So you can say, okay, why would somebody have been Mechal Shabbos then? They didn't believe in God. They had the mun and they had the ananea, kavod, they had everything. Why would somebody in their right mind have been Mechal Shabbos? Is there a taiva to be Mechal Shabbos? Did a taiva to drive somewhere? What, what, what was it? So maybe... Says the Medrash, maybe that's why the Medrash says what it says. Line 15, to Mekoshesh L'Shem Shamayim Neskavim. The Mekoshesh really was L'Shem Shamayim. Meaning, he was doing what we might call an Avera L'Shma. Avera L'Shma. Why? Shaya Omrim Yisrael. What were the Jews saying at this time? Kivan Shen Nigzer Aleim Shlolikani Zvaaretz. Mimaisa Meraglim Shuv Ein Mechuyavin B'Mitzvos. You know what the Bnei Yisrael were saying after Hashem decreed that they weren't going to Eretz Yisrael? Okay, forget it. Let's throw in the towel. Avdei Hashem, I guess, is not for us. Which shows amazingly how important Eretz Yisrael was in, in, was in their mind. If we're not going to Eretz Yisrael, we might as well forget the whole thing. That's what they said. That's what they were nervous about. So the Mekoshe says, I have to save Shabbos. I have to show them that Shabbos is still meaningful and Shabbos is still important. And if you're Machal Shabbos, Hashem hasn't forgotten you and told you, forget it. No, you have a punishment because you did something wrong. And that's why he got up and was Machal Shabbos in order to get killed, in order to teach Klal Yisrael that they have to keep Shabbos. That is Tosfos in the name of the Medrash. Asks the Achronim, on the Medrash. But what kind of cheshbon was this? Are you allowed to do that? Is that is that appropriate? To violate an Isidar Isa? Dress L'Shem Shamayim? Okay, where else do we have an Aver L'Shma? Where's the example in the Gemara of an Aver L'Shma? Chazal say, Ya'el, Eishas Chever Akeni. Aver L'Shma. She was with Sisra, in order to tire him out, in order to then kill him, to save Klal Yisrael. Okay, that's not very Lishma. To save Klal Yisrael. But here, I guess in a sense, it's also saving Klal Yisrael. But ask the Marsha on that Gemara in Baba Basra. 
What was the heter? To violate an Isser Daraisa? Even to teach Klai Yisrael. You can't just violate Isser Daraisa. Says the Marsha, it wasn't Daraisa. Love this. Why? We know that a Malacha Daraisa on Shabbos has to be for the same Kavana that it was done in the Mishkan. That's what's called a Malacha Shetzricha Lagufa. You do it for the same purpose that it was done in the Mishkan. But if I do it for a different purpose, if I carry something out, not because I want it out, I just don't want it here, that's a malachah shenitzvich If I trap an animal because I don't want it to bite me, not because I want the animal, that's an iser derabbanan we paskin. According to Rov Rishonim. It's a malachah shenitzvich halagufa. You're not doing it for the same purpose that it was done in the Mishkan. Says the Marsha, the Mekoshesh did the Avera, not for the purpose of doing the Avera, but for the purpose of saving Klal Yisrael. So it was only an Isidurabanan. That's why he did it. He cheshbent, he reasoned to himself that, you know, that's for this, for this it's worth it. And therefore, Pator. That's the Marsha. So we have the Tosas, we have the Marsha. Fascinating suggestion that the Marsha has. Says the Yam Simcha, rough from Lakewood. Says the Yam Simcha, two points. If we take a step back and think about this for a minute. Number one, the Geula didn't occur because somebody violated an Isra Durabanan. Nobody violated a Daraisa, according to the Marshal's Pshat. And yet, that was strong enough to prevent the, if I will keep two Shabbosos. It was only an Isidurabanan. What's the message? Take out the word only. It was an Isidurabanan. And Isidurabanan have teeth too. Very strong teeth. There are differences in Halacha, but they're very strong teeth. Line 30. Al-Kopanim Chazin on Midivri Marsha. Tube-Emes HaMakoshesh. Lo-Avar Isidurabanan. Isidurabanan. V'chulu V'chulu. Chazin on line 37. Kamacham or Isidurabanan Shal Shabbos. How serious it is. How serious it is this is Rabbanon. Because of our Ramah, right? The, uh, the post can even discuss in Ilchas Lulav. You have to give away all your money to not violate an, to an Avera. A Mitzvah say there's a limit how much I have to spend. A Losa say I have to give away all my money. Not to violate a Losa say. So the Achronim discussed, what about not violating an Isidur Rabbanon? Maybe also. Maybe also a Rabbanon. What about an Isidur Rabbanon of Yahari Val Yavar? There are many Halachic discussions. But even the fact that there are these discussions point to us and reflect to us the seriousness of the Yisrael Durabanan. Message number one. Message number two that we learned from this, and this I think we've touched on in the past, with all the cheshbonos in the world, it's not our job to make cheshbonos. It's our job to do mitzvos. It's our job not to do averos. It's not our job to figure out, well, I'll do this averos l'shem shamayim. Maybe Yael was on that level. But not us. We don't make cheshbonos. V'yod Yosef, line 42. Rashi seeks b'genus on B'shal Yisrael. Genus, genus. Mavil arayon. He thought he was doing something to save Pal Yisrael. And it ended up causing us not to have the geula. And having all the tsaris that we've had in the history of the world. Because of his cheshbon. Demekoshish l'shem shamayim neskavein. K'deshi yishmu Pal Yisrael za mitzvahs. Lo yechtu. B'shemach yichil o shabbos. Midirabanon. O mishum zelo zachu klal... Yisrael v'chulu. So you see, actually it's, uh, right, it goes to the right first and then ba- down to the, to the bottom. But we see that the, uh, the, the message of this, of this regard, where else we have? We have many examples of this. Chana and Penina. Right, Penina thought she was doing something appropriate. Right, I'm going to make fun of my, of, my, of my co-wife in order that she daven more. And what happened to Penina's kids? Well, we can't have cheshbonos. We just have to do what Hashem wants us to do in the legal halachic way. And beyond that, we could try to do extra, we could try to do whatever we want, but no violations. We can't make cheshbonos. Okay, one final thought. Actually, two final thoughts on the parsha, both relating to, both relating to the parsha of Tzitzis. As we had the last section in parsha Shlach, the parsha of Tzitzis, Velosa Suru, connecting to the Tarim Esa'aretz, a lot of connections between the beginning of the, and the end of the 
of the parsha. Two thoughts. Number one is a thought from the Nitziv. Something that we say every day, twice a day. The Nitziv says that if you look at the parsha of Tzitzis, Pasuk Lamites, Vayolachem l'tzitzis, u'reisem oso, u'zachartem es kol mitzvos Hashem. You see the Tzitzis, you will remember all the mitzvos Hashem, ba'asisem osam, and you'll do all the mitzvos, v'los asura, and you won't be, uh, you won't remove, let yourself be led astray, echrei levavchem, echrei nechem, this is one of the six mitzvahs tweedios. We know the Sefer Chinuch has the six constant mitzvahs that we have every second of our life, right? This one is um, this one is one of them, Los Asuru. And Lamad Tizgru, Vatizim is called Mitzvah So you remember all the mitzvahs. After the Tziv, why do we have two Zichronos? We have Uzachartim is called Mitzvah Hashem, and then we have a Lamad Tizgru, Vatizim is called Mitzvah Why the double Zichronos? So we're going to read part of it, feel free to read, he parallels this double idea throughout the rest of Shema. We're just going to get the message and talk about what it means for us. Says the Nitziv in the Hemek Davar, right, there should be a kuf, uh, in the Hemek Davar in source number 9. Ha'inyan, line 3. Deshtei zechiros halalu lavan v'tcheles ba'os l'shnei ofanei hadhagas ha'adam Yisrael. It has to do with two types of Jews. Two types of Jews Two types of Jews that existed then. Two types of Jews that exist now. And they're two different Jews. What most of us are involved in. We're making a living. We're not involved in Torah learning all day. But the Hamid Dover says, no matter what we're involved in, we have to stop and do the mitzvahs when it's time to do the mitzvahs. We have to daven at the time of davening. We have to bench at the time of benching. We have to do all the mitzvahs when we're supposed to. Doesn't matter what you're involved in, remember to do the mitzvahs. Hasheni. But there's a second type of Jew. Misha mufrash la'avodas Hashem u'misbodeid v'shokeya atzmo la'avaz Hashem. Someone who is separated and being misbodeid totally is someone involved in shakua. All day in Avas Hashem, in Talmud Torah, whatever it is. He might be talking about certain people who he felt that weren't fulfilling every dikduk shel mitzvah. V'gamalav l'shmar mitzvah bizmana, emphasizing. V'lo v'kapeach maisa mitzvah b'shol dekos chas v'shalom. I shouldn't think that just because I'm involved in dekos and I'm having yisbodidus and I'm doing something that I, I don't have to do the mitzvah bizmana. Says the Hamik Davar, there are two zechiris. The people who are involved in the world have to make sure to do the mitzvot. And the people who are involved in Torah and Hashem and Dveikos have to do the mitzvot. The Gemara even says in Shabbos, as we know, You could be talking to God. If a guest comes to your door, you have to say, Hashem, be right back. And answer your door. Avram Avinu. And we're not talking about that the Godel Agor came to Avram Avinu. Hashem wanted Avraham to do it. It wasn't a bizayon. It was exactly what Hashem would have wanted him to do. If somebody had reached that level, he has to stop. You have to do the mitzvah, you have to daven, you have to... Right, Shalashudis, the Shulchan quotes. You have to eat Shalashudis. Surely you have to do that. Says the Nitziv, those are the two Zechiros in Shema. The two Zechiros. He says on line 28, The world, what you're involved in, in the Parnassim, whatever else I'm involved in the world, see the tzitzes, they will remind you to do all the mitzvos. They will remind you, as we mentioned in the past from Revolbi, why tzitzes? Because every mitzvah is like a life vest that is thrown to me when I'm drowning in the, in the world and, and the, the mitzvah pulls me up. That's why it's a string. 
So when we see the mitzvahs, we have to do them. And then Laman Tizkaru, Zui Zahiru La Adam Hama Aleha Shakur Ba'avat Hashem. Also somebody who's involved totally. Fitziva Kasev Lasos Kute Tcheles. Maybe the first one was Lava and the second one was Tcheles. Shemor Alas Kashwis Melachshavas Gavos. Shemikamakom Yizkar Masa Hamitzvah Bismana. Whether you're the Lavan Jews or the Tcheles Jews, says the Nitziv. Mitzvahs are, are a priority. And it doesn't matter. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants all those Jews to serve him properly. The Gemara in Brachis, beautiful Gemara, source number 10, Margalab of Maidra, Abana the Yavna, the rabbis in Yavna used to say, Ani birya Am a Tzalem and my friend is a Tzalem Elokim. Ani malachti ba'ir v'umalachti basadeh. I work in the city, he works in the field. Ani mashkim l'malachti v'umashkim l'malachto. He goes to his work, I go to my work. Nobody's jealous of each other. We each do our own thing. Lest you think I'm better. It doesn't matter what one is involved in as long as one is an Eved Hashem. So whichever Zechira applies to us, we have to have that Zechira. When a mitzvah comes onto our, our horizon, when a mitzvah presents itself, we have to do the mitzvah. No excuses. It doesn't matter what we're involved in. And finally, the last point for the for the evening, getting back to the passage that we just quoted. We can't follow our hearts to go away from what we're supposed to be involved in. Our heart needs to be connected to Hashem. If we love Hashem, then there's no room for Velosa Suarach Levavchem. Right? If our heart is being drawn. Right? Says of Pincus that the Pazik tells us in Tehillim, it's a song, Lev Tahar Barali Elokim, David Amalach Davins to Hashem. A pure heart create for me. Lev Tahar Barali Elokim. And give me a new spirit. Give me a Ruach Nachon. Says Rav Pinkus, it's interesting that the word used is Berali. Lev Tahar, Berali Elokim. David Amalekh is asking for Tshuva, asking Hashem, help me, help me have a Lev Tahor. Says Rav Pinkus, some are familiar with the Ramban. The Ramban in Bereshis notes that there's a difference between the word bara and, for example, the word yatsar. Hashem, the Rabban says on a Kabbalistic way, first created what we might call spiritual matter. He created that, bara, and then after that, Hashem took all of that and made the world. The first step being what we call yesh me'ayin, something from nothing, that's bara, creation, which only happened once in history, really, and then everything else was Yatsar. Yesh me yesh. There's a concept of Machadish Bechol Yom Tamid, but that's the Ramban. Bara is totally new. Yesh me ayin. It's not building on anything previously. So if we have that Ramban in mind, so he quotes, we have to appreciate what David Amalekh is saying here. Leif Tahar Virali Elokim. When we want to change ourselves, when we want to improve, we can't just improve our hearts. We have to daven for a different heart. We have to daven for leiftar barali, like a klicheres that is only matar b'shvira, right? Like the kutzker. There's nothing more whole than a broken heart, right? Ain't ever shalim leif shavur, but leiftar barali elokim. When Hashem commands us not to follow our hearts, and we have to have our hearts connected to Hashem, and we daven, in the words of David HaMelech, Leitar Barali Elokim, we're asking Hashem to allow us to give us a new heart. Bira is Yesh Ayin, a totally new, we should wake up every morning, HaKadosh Baruch gives us a chance. Hashem gives us a new beginning every morning, but He allows us to have a new heart. Maybe there was only Bria, an act of Bria in the world once, but in each person there's an act of Bria every single day and every single time a person wants to allow themselves to be created again. It says that's 
That's Bria. Rav Hirsch writes in Bracious, right? We do not believe, like the other nations, that man is destined to sin. Always. Right? The doctrine of original sin. We don't believe that, says the Rav Hirsch. Right? We have the ability every single day to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be new with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to have that leif tahar, birali elokim, biruach nachor, chadesh bekirbi. That's the tefillah that we say. So we should all be zochet to fulfill the v'yahavta b'chol to overcome any challenges of alosa suru acharei l'vavcha. Okay, we'll stop here. So Bez Hashem will continue two weeks with Parshas Chukas.